Welcome to another episode of the Magnify My Mistakes podcast, the show that will highlight the one thing that most people try to hide, their mistakes. Every episode will highlight the common yet impactful mistakes people make in their personal and professional life and celebrate the lessons learned from those mistakes. Let's get started with your host of the Magnify My Mistakes podcast, Eric B. Horn. What's going on, everyone? This is Eric B. Horn, and welcome to another episode of the Magnify My Mistakes podcast. If this is your first time listening to this podcast, this podcast is to celebrate the one thing that most people try to hide, and that's your mistakes. The reason why we celebrate your mistakes, because there's always a lesson learned behind the mistake that you make. Um, it's something that, you know, making mistakes you should be proud of, in, in a sense, because if you take the lesson from it and learn it and apply it and do your best to not to make the mistake again, it's more of a, a blessing than an actual mistake. And this particular podcast, I'm going to talk about the mistake of not investing in your business. Um, you have a lot of people that are, that are business owners or soon to be business owners. And one of the biggest mistakes that I made with my business was not reinvesting the money that I've made back into my business. And I was doing this, well, not doing this for the first couple of years of my business. And I couldn't understand why I wasn't growing. I wasn't developing more. Um, and the reason why was because I wasn't investing in, in my business. And to go a little bit deeper, investment doesn't always necessarily mean money. You know, nine times out of 10, when we say investment, we initially think money. But what I'm going to do today is talk about four ways that you can reinvest in, in your business. But first, I wanted to give an overall premise on why I chose this particular topic. At the end of the day, if you are a business owner, regardless if you are selling a product or your service, uh, people who, who who buy from you, they're ultimately buying you in a sense. They believe in you. They like the overall product that's come from you or they like the product, excuse me, or the service that's come from you also. So whether you are a large corporation with you know numerous employees or you're just a, a one man or a one woman show, people are investing in you because they like you, they want to see you grow, they love your concept, or whatever the case may be. So knowing that, especially for individuals that are starting out, in business, everyone starts small. I really don't care who the person is, what type of product or service that they have. Everyone starts small. But the, the gist of it is, just because you start small doesn't necessarily mean that you have to remain small, Right. Um, in the beginning of a business, it's grassroots, it's hand over hand, and you are scrambling for every nine, nine excuse me, every dime and nickel that you can, you can get. I definitely get that. But just because you start in a small capacity doesn't necessarily mean you have to finish. There's always room for, for growth. And that growth, aka the investment, um, I'll touch on those four things throughout the, 
the, the, the podcast, right? But a lot of times that, that thinking when it's small, one of the, the, the key instances on why I think you're thinking is small is there's no overall consistency. Um, businesses are based off of momentum and how your business accelerates. The, the faster your business accelerates is based off of the consistency that you have, the consistency to engage new clients, consistency to follow up with potential clients, consistency just to show up every single day. You have a lot of business owners, and this was me in the very beginning that you know was a, a part-time or, or a half-ass business owner where I would only put 20% of my energy into a particular client or a particular service or a particular product. And I was always wondering why I'm not accelerating in my, my business. But once I started to understand the, the concept uh, of consistency and how being consistent and showing up every single day in your business, it, it, it puts you in a position to, to, to grow and it forces you to invest in yourself because you can't have a successful business without investing some sort of research, excuse me, some sort of resource to continue to, to help you out. Also, I was extremely complacent in my business. With me, my, my overall goal was to, I was satisfied with just getting one client every quarter or every six months. I know it sounds crazy because in this day and age, you know, people strive to get a client every single hour and with the overall consistency and not being complacent in your business, that can uh, occur also. But for me, I was complacent with the, the small business that, that I, was, I was doing, right? I really didn't push myself to, to, to grow and push myself for, for new heights. And after, you know, my business being in the red for so many years, it got to a point that I needed to, to, to buckle down and start to be, you know, even more consistent and more non-complacent. And just to, for anybody that's new listening to the podcast, when I say being in the red, that means I'm not making any money or losing money. Being in the black means that you are making some sort of income. Now, hopefully a lot of people who are listening understand the, the concept of being in, the being in the red and being in the black. But once again, I don't want to assume. So there's anybody out there that, that did not, know what I meant but being in the red being in the red is bad being in the black is good when it comes to to business uh, another piece where I really wasn't investing in myself was I was following what other people were doing right and I look at myself as being a leader a leader in my household and a leader in my business but when I was a novice I was looking at I was looking at what everybody else was doing who I thought was successful and copying exactly what they were doing to the T. And for whatever reason, that strategy that they were doing, it worked for them, but I would fall on my face. And I had to understand the concept of modeling what somebody else was doing. And modeling is just taking the overall concept of what they're doing and seeing first and foremost to see if it applied for you or apply for me and my business. And even it, if it didn't apply to my business, I still tried it, which was a mistake. Once again, instead of me taking a step back and saying, okay, 
this particular entrepreneur is doing X, Y, and Z. First and foremost, what are they doing? And is this something that I can benefit from? Um, You know, so me taking a step back and only listening to people that I know that they're experts in their field and I know that they're very successful helped me out tremendously as opposed to just following every time Dick and Harry when it comes to a a business idea that looked successful from the outside looking in um, and but ultimately it wasn't and one of the the strongest examples that I can use today of that you know YouTube is a very great asset when it comes to research um, YouTube is only second behind Google when it comes to search engines. So if there's anything that you have an interest in, definitely check out YouTube and you can probably find an example of someone. But you have a lot of fake entrepreneurs now putting themselves in the position of being an expert, whether it's flashing their money or giving um, half-ass advice when it comes to businesses and they're luring them them in based off of showing them flashy money or flashy cars that may not even be be theirs just to create the overall illusion that they are successful and they are they can teach you how to be successful also and this concept is starting to really be abused because every individual that has a little money that they can create a video and put it up on YouTube saying the following things. Hey, I've made $20,000 a day on my online business and I can teach you the same things that I did to get your business online started. All you have to do is opt into this particular website, which is, you know, stirring people down the wrong road because I know for a fact a good 75% of the individuals that are on YouTube saying that they make X amount of money a day with their online business isn't doing that. But you have so many consumers out there who are desperate to be successful. And what I mean by desperate, I'm not saying that this is a bad thing, but they are striving and they are hungry to be successful when someone comes along and looks and has a perception that they are an expert and they can teach you the same thing, they, they opt in. It's, it's sickening. It's gotten to the point where you have so many people doing the same thing over and over and over again and not being genuine. But that's a mistake that not only I made, but you have so many other people that I'm making when it comes to following what other people are doing, right? So the next phase of this podcast is to inform you on four things that I currently do right now to invest in my business. Once again, these are four things that I currently do to invest in my business. And hopefully you'll take what's relevant for you and start to apply this to your business. So the first thing that I invest in when it comes to my business is overall knowledge. What I do is take between one to three hours a week to learn more about my industry. And learning more about my industry can be as easy as going to the library and sitting down for those one to three hours and reading the latest, greatest magazines or reading a new book that's at the library to gain more knowledge on how to strategize for my business. And gaining that knowledge is very important because you are investing in your overall knowledge share that you can apply to your business or apply to your overall clients. And once again, you have people that 
you know, pay a lot of money for knowledge. But if you are a small business owner that's starting out, the most cost effective thing that you can do is go to your local library. Um, if you don't have a library card, sign up for a library card and spend a couple of hours a week reading on your topic based off of the city that you're in. Libraries may have rows and rows of the particular topic that you are focused on in your business. So invest that time to gain a better understanding of what you need to know for your industry. If you don't want to go to the library, just get on the internet. You know, you have magazines like Forbes, you have the Wall Street Journal, you have so many publications that you can can read to invest in yourself with, with more knowledge. You, you know, you should never finish out a week without learning something new in your overall industry. Number two, uh, invest time in your overall business. What do I mean by that? You need to spend time to work on your business, just not work in your business, but work on the business, meaning how much time and effort and energy that you are putting in working on your business to help it grow, whether it's strategy, whether it's gaining more funding, whether it's learning more about social media, whether it's visibility. I mean, wherever you are in your current business or the challenges that you will endure in the future, there's always, you can always figure it out when you have the, the right amount of time. Or what a lot of successful people do is they have the resources to buy time. And buy time meaning you, you know, get, get a consultant or even if it's something that's little on Fiverr to get something done. But you must spend some time on your business. Now with me, outside of my business, I have a full-time job, husband, father, friend. So I wear a lot of hats. So what I do, the mistake that I made was I'm thinking that I can pour all my time, effort, and energy into my business. But if I do that, I'm going to neglect my family. And me personally, my family is more important than my business. But at the same time, my business is important also. So what I do is on the average, I take at least 10 hours a week to work on my business. And I have to split those hours up. I may have to work one hour one day, then I can work six hours the next day. But on the average, it's, it's 10 hours. So what one of the things I suggest is look at your calendar, look at your overall responsibilities and start to plug, you know, certain hours in your day. So by the end of the week, you have at least 10 hours to work on your business. If you work more than 10 hours, that's great. But once again, just use that, that, that 10 hour uh, block to, you know, work on your business. And just as a added tip, one thing that I do when I block out time, I at least block out 90 minutes per session right? Because a good 90 minutes, you can get a lot of work done in 90 minutes if you're just focused on that one particular task or project or, or whatever have you, right? So if you can do 90 minutes, do that. But once again, if even if you only have 30 minutes um, on one day, use that 30 minutes to your advantage to invest in the time for your overall business. Um, number three, the investment of relationships in, in my business. Um, 
you have to spend a lot of time investing in, in people. It gives you a lot of attributes. One, you'll be able to invest in them with the overall support. The best thing or the best type of person that a business owner can have in that network is another business owner. And the reason why I say that is because they can understand what, what you're going through, but then also you can lean on them for support when it comes to certain challenges. Even if you and that other entrepreneur, if you guys aren't in the same industry, that's fine. But at the end of the day, both of you guys are trying to be successful and have a fruitful business. So you have to invest and support each other. And connecting with like-minded individuals is so key when it comes to being an entrepreneur, right? A lot of times, you some people don't get it. Right now, I'm in a transition when it comes to the people that I associate with because it's getting to the point now where we're starting to stray away. Not in a sense where something has happened or I'm mad or upset at them, but the particular road that I'm going down in, in my career right now, only certain people will understand. And when I'm straying away from the people that don't get it, God willing, I'll start to stray towards other entrepreneurs. Um, they don't necessarily have to be in my industry, but I want to be surrounded around like-minded individuals that, that get it, right? Because the more you surround yourself around like-minded individuals, more ideas come up, more concepts, more camaraderie, more synergy. I mean, it just works better when you have a community of people i.e. a community of other business owners that ultimately get where, 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 where you're going when it comes to your business. And then also invest in other businesses, support them and what they're doing, whether it's having a conversation, whether it's purchasing their service or their product, or just even being a, a, a lending ear, right? So, uh, supporting other entrepreneurs is, is key because entrepreneurship is, is lonely. You know, a lot of times people look at entrepreneurship as being this fast paced, glamour and glitz, uh, sexy type grind. But in actuality, a lot of times you're by yourself and it can be very, very stressful. And you need that camaraderie and those relationships with those like minded individuals that you can call up or text to, to vent or just to you know bounce stuff off of other individuals. So investing in any other relationships to, that will help grow your business. And the final investment that I tell people to uh, utilize when it comes to your business is overall money. When it comes to business, we are in business to make money. We want to say that we're there to, to make a difference and to help people. All of that is, is fine and dandy, but at the end of the day, we're, we're in it to make a profit, right? And you have a lot of successful people out there that are, they're making a lot of money, but the biggest mistake that they are doing is, or the biggest mistake that they are not doing is reinvesting in their business, right? One key thing that I learned from uh, Jim Rohn, who's a personal professional development expert. Uh, he kind he, he used this example when it comes to working. So I just took it to another level and used it when it came to, to my business. However, when it comes to, my overall business, 70%, if, if I make a dollar in a sense, and I know I, never, I make more when it comes to my business, but if I'm making $1, 70% of that $1 I keep, and then 30% I'm reinvesting right back into the business. 
And that's something that I would want people to to do, even at this stage, if you're at the beginning stage of your business, uh, take some money that you've earned from your business and reinvest it right back into your business. It may not be 30%, do 10%, do 1%, do 5%, but just get in the habit of any time that you receive some sort of revenue for your business, you invest that right back in, into your business. Um, that's key. And that's one of the, 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 one of the key things that's helped, you know, keep my business afloat because there's been some times where I've only had $10 in my business bank account, but that $10 helped me out to get to the next business venture. So to recap, when it comes to investing in your business, the four resources that you want to, to use would be one, invest your overall knowledge in your business. Once again, spend at least one to three hours a week learning more about your overall industry. Number two, invest time. Spend at least 10 hours a week on working on your business. Now, if you can work more than 10, that's fine and dandy, but for busy individuals like myself that have a lot going on, on the average, invest 10 hours. And within those 10 hours, see if you can break it out in 90 minute chunks. And and as a side note, I didn't say this before, schedule and block out that time on your calendar. You know, you, we live and die by our calendars. So put those 90 minutes or 30 minutes or 10 minute blocks of time on your calendar so you can know what's coming down the pipe. It definitely will work wonders. Number three, Invest in overall relationships when it comes to your business. Support other entrepreneurs. Reach out to other like-minded entrepreneurs who may be going through the same thing or who have gone through what you are about to go through as an entrepreneur. Camaraderie is key, and you want to continue to build those relationships with people that understand the challenges that you're going through and then also the overall successes because you have a lot of people that may not understand your the overall struggle that you're going through and it's okay, but that just says you need to find individuals that ultimately get it. And finally, invest money. Invest at least, and by doing every transaction that, that you make, take at least 30% of what you make and reinvest that back into the business. Now, if you're just starting out and 30% is a little bit too much, then figure out a percentage that you can work with, but get into the overall habit of reinvesting a little bit of the money that you made on a business deal right back in into your business. A lot of times people make the mistake of saying that they don't want to reinvest that money until it's until they're ready. Get in the habit of doing it on a regular basis and you'll be surprised how much money that you can save or that you can use for operating expenses or taxes or whatever have you. But that percentage that you take out will definitely help in in the future. So once again, this is Eric B. Horn, and I want to thank you for listening to this latest episode of the Magnify My Mistakes podcast when it comes to the mistake of not investing in your business. Now, if you wanted to follow me on Twitter, 
Because one of the things that I love to do is after every episode, I love to engage and answer questions on Twitter because this little segment is just the tip of the iceberg. The real magic happens when I'm engaging people and we're having conversations and we're building camaraderie. So what I wanted to do is invite you, if you had a question, comment, concern about this episode, feel free to reach out to me on Twitter at Mag my mistakes. Once again, that's M-A-G-M-Y-M-I-S-T-A-K-E-S. You follow me on Twitter and then we can keep the conversation going there. Once again, this is Eric B. Horn. Thank you for your your time, your, your effort and energy, and I will see you on the next episode. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Magnify My Mistakes podcast. Eric would love for you to subscribe, rate, and give a review on iTunes or SoundCloud. Have a great day.